Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. Curiosity. Curiosity. Find out what you're missing. Something's going down all the time. Yeah. Well, you need. Don't you know what it is? Terrell is back, one of our absolute favorite guests, the great singer, and boy does he have some great news for us, a new album called Shades of Ray, something he's done with Ray Charles is fantastic, including a song that he actually collaborated with Ray, I I can't wait to hear that, Curiosity, and he's also got a great tour coming up. Steve, you got to be excited, first of all, the song Curiosity, you had written that right for a, a TV show back in the 80s. Right, or in the 90s, I think. It may have been the 80s, I don't remember. It was for Tim Reed, who I had worked for many times. Was w, he was on WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, remember? he was great. Yeah, I do. He and, was great. And, and, then, and then we did a show together called Frank's Place that uh, in the 90s, uh, the LA Times put it as one of their top 10 shows of the, of the decade. It was a really cool show about a New Orleans jazz bar and i did the music for it and uh, ray charles liked that show a lot and uh, so he reached out to tim reed to tell him how much he liked uh, the show was called uh, the show was called frank's place right and then when and when he got when he got his next show which was um, for cbs it was called snoops and it was about a, a two detectives you know, African American detectives that were kind of cool. Nick and uh, well, Nick and Nora and Charles, I think, is what it was uh, based on. And uh, he asked me to write a song uh, for it, the theme, uh, you know, the opening credit song. And so I wrote "Curiosity," and uh, I told uh, Tim, I said, "Man, why don't we send it to Ray Charles and see if he likes it? Maybe he'll sing it." And he had never done. A song for a television show, you know, he he thought it was beneath him to do that, you know, and um, we sent him the song and he loved it and said he'd do it. So that's how it all started. Isn't that great? And now you put this together. This is kind of like that uh, deal that Nat King Cole with Natalie Cole did right for Unforgettable and, and, and which was also a great uh, collaboration. Well, it's a little different in the sense that I actually did this song with Ray, you know. Right, in right. Li- in, with Ray. He, how it happened was I sent him the song. He loved it. CBS got us to change some of the lyrics because they changed some of the main title pictures, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they didn't think that the lyric we had fit with it. So, um, so they asked us to change some of the lyrics to go with their new pictures. So I did, and I sent it back to Ray's manager. And uh, when he came to record it, he uh, he asked me also to raise the key a half a step. I did all that stuff. And when he got over to my studio, 
He says, uh, did you did you raise a key? I said, yeah. He said, he said well, play me the tape, man. And I played him what I had, and he said, uh, who's that cat singing? <laughs> I said, that's me. Because <laughs> I was singing the, you know, the original demo of it. And he said, beautiful, man, beautiful. And he said, but where did the new words come from? I never heard those words. And I knew right then that his manager did not send him the new lyric. And I didn't want to throw his manager under the bus, you know. You know, I sent it to you, man. And, I, you know, so he says, uh, I said, well, listen, you're Ray Charles, man. Sing anything you want. What are they going to do, fire you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, they're thrilled, man. And he said, no, no, i tell you what, man. You, you and me, we'll do it together. You sing me a line, and I'll sing it back to you. And you sing it to me, and I'll sing it back to you. Well, well you, I'll sing it back to you like ten times until you get exactly the take you want on each line. So it was not. It was like that. Ray and I were sitting right next to each other. I'd sing him a line of the song, and he'd sing it back to me. And then I'd sing it to him, and he'd sing it back to me. It was the biggest thrill of my life. I don't think anybody ever does that with Ray Charles. Give him line readings. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Right. Well, but this was when, a big deal for to, you, right? Because, I mean, he was a hero of yours. Totally, totally. Always my, my when I was in high school, like the, my band, the first song that uh, we used to, we learned and played at every gig was what I say, you know. And uh, I just thought he was the best that ever was. And I still do. The reason I say that, there's a lot of great singers in this world and a lot of people I totally admire. But Ray could sing anything. Yeah, that's he could right. Sing blues. He could sing blues. He could sing jazz. He could sing country music. <clears throat> he could sing any kind of music and at the highest possible level. That's why I think he's the greatest of all time, you know. He's a great showman. I remember seeing him uh, in the 20th century over in a little place called the Circle Star Theater. And he just fascinated, you know, it was like two and a half hours that went by so quickly, you wouldn't believe it. And, and like you said, right. he, he played every kind of music there was in that concert. It was incredible. Yeah, and and he's a big inspiration to me because I, I mean, I, I just unconsciously learned how to sing from listening to Ray Charles. So as a result, I've made a lot of different kind of albums. I've made a Sinatra album, yeah. a Disney album, a standards albums, a back rack album, you know, and I felt good about doing any of them. And uh, Ray, because Ray could do any of them, you know. Well, Sometimes yeah. people don't sound that great when they step out of their own genre, you know. Absolutely. Not Ray, not Ray Charles, man. He could. Well, he and not Steve Tyrell either, because I got to tell you, I'm a, people that listen to the show know I'm a huge fan of yours, and you know you do the great American songbook, which I love, but I listened to some of this, and I thought, this is fantastic, because you took great music, and you kind of put your own take on these things, which is yeah. really cool, With you know, as a tribute, really more than trying to, you know, I don't like this music, I'm going to put a different spin. No, I thought you did exactly the opposite. I thought it really showed how great this music is. Yes, and, and how much I love it. I think you can listen to this and know that I have a real reverence for Ray and everything he did. And I, it would have been a sin to try to copy any of his arrangements or his phrasing. Or, so I just, I just did each tune uh, inspired by him. 
you know, not copying him. That would have been a disaster because I, I wouldn't even know how to do that. I wouldn't even know how to sound like Ray Charles, you know. <laughs> who, who does? Hey, mama, don't treat me wrong. Come and love you, daddy, all night long. All right, now. Well, and the, this, the album is uh, called uh, Shades of Ray. 16 fantastic songs. And, y- you know, I'm just looking at this list of songs. You talk about a variety. You're doing exactly what you're talking about. I mean, you have Let the Good Times Roll and stuff, but you do Georgia on my mind. You, you, you've got Hallelujah, I Love Her. So, I mean, there's a, a number of songs. Hit the Road Jack, but then there's stuff like Crying Time. So that same kind of whole circle of his of his whole catalog, you've kind of done the same thing, which yeah. it, it just sounds like you're having fun too. I mean, that that whole tribute idea, you know, we, we talk about tribute acts in Vegas all the time, but this truly was something where it, it wasn't so much you're trying to copy him. It was like, I really like this guy and here's here here's how I feel about it. I mean, was that kind of the thing too where you just yeah, wanted yeah, to do and, it? And, and here's what he's done for me, you know, like, like, me singing these songs are kind of like got into my soul from him and came out the way they came out. They're not a cop- copy at all, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, neither and none of the arrangements are either, you know? Either we try to just come up and, and do songs that, I mean, do arrangements and versions of these songs that are inspired by Ray, but not, you know, not, not trying to be Ray. You know, you're going to hit the road with this. You're starting right now, and you're, you're heading over to the East Coast first, and you get a little to the West Side. Is this going to be a part of this tour? Because, uh, boy, I know people would love to hear some of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We start tonight in uh, 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 Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and it's a sold-out concert, and I'm very happy about that. And then, and then we go to Boston, and we play Saturday night in Boston, and then we play Sunday in West Hampton. And we opened the show with, you know, hit the road. No, no, we opened the show with Let the Good Times Roll. And we do a little bit of everything on this uh, on this uh, tour. Some yeah. of the standards, some of the back rack music. It's exciting yeah. stuff. I, I We're really looking forward to it. I got to ask you, because I'm asking all the entertainers to come on. This pandemic was awful for everybody. Is this what you were doing in the pandemic, was kind of going through and yeah. doing this? <laughs> Yes, it's something I'd wanted to do for a long time, and uh, I, uh, you know, the pandemic gave me the opportunity to revisit it and concentrate on it and do something I really loved, and that's what I did. I didn't, I didn't really do it knowing when it was going to come out or what. I just, I just like, let me finish my Ray Charles album, and I got that title, Shades of Ray. I think it's. That, I thought that was inspired. That just came to me in the middle of the night, you know? I love that title, yeah. Steve, because when you're playing, you almost get this idea in the background. There's, there's like Ray just kind of like nodding his head, you know? Because, I, yeah. I, again, I, it's just it's so great to hear that music again, too. I just think he's so great. And, boy, I, I'm, I'm so happy you decided to do that. Me too, man. Me too. I just, I'm real... Real, you know, real thrilled about it and real happy about this album. People are really liking it. I've got really good uh, positive feedback all over the place from on this. Uh, people that have heard, you know, the advanced copies or whatever. 
Yeah, well, people, it just came out now, so you can get that, well, I assume on Amazon or just about anywhere they sell. Uh, well, we still make albums. It's so great, too. I mean, nobody makes albums yeah. as much, and this is great to have. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I hope you're, and I think you can get it right now. You can download it, Yeah. Uh, you know, on Amazon. But in, in, in November 5th, the hardcover album will come out through the CD, and uh, it is, it's got some cool stuff on it too. I put it on. Uh, it's I'm on Warner Brothers, so Warner Brothers owns the Atlantic catalog. So uh, the 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 label is the old Atlantic label instead of just a regular CD. So you know it's a, <laughs> it's the label that Ray Charles was on and what started. They, I could do that because Warner Brothers let me do that because they own the the, the rights to Atlantic Records, and so it, it's on Warner Brothers. But the uh, actual CD is an old Atlantic uh, artwork. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what you do now is you download it now, and then as soon as that's available, yeah, you want to have it because it's it's one of those things you just want to show. And the Atlantic stuff is so cool. I mean, that's music history, is you know. Yeah. Exactly. You know, are you doing, Christmas is coming up. Now, you used to always do with a Bobby Short uh, place in New York. Yeah, I, mean, I, I played there for 17 years in a row. I took over for Bobby when he died, and uh, I played every holiday season, except last season and this season. Oh. And it's because they, uh, they have not, they've decided not to open yet. They opened the hotel, the Carlisle Hotel, and they opened the Bimbleman's Bar, but they did not open the Cafe Carlisle, which is where I play. So I guess it'll be until next year before I return. But I've played there 17 years, man. Oh, no, we loved yeah. it. And I was thinking, I was hoping that we're going to be able to do it this year. But next year, I, I got my tickets yeah. to New York. I, I love that. Yeah, no, it, it's been a great gig for me. And so many wonderful people have uh, come and, and to the cafe and and you know, seen me every every holiday season. I mean, presidents, you know, right. Prince Charles, all kinds of people like that go to that uh, that hotel. And so I was disappointed that I didn't get to play. But at the same time, I, I don't mind having uh, a Christmas at home with my family for a change. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. You never get to do that, so... I mean, I think that's 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 the good part of a bad situation. You know, I'm ready to. I'm not worried about it, man. I got enough money to last me the rest of my life. Did you know that? I've heard that. <laughs> yes. As long as as long as I die by December the first. Well, we want to just keep making music because these come, keep coming and they're be each one's better. This one's fantastic. It's called Shades of Ray. You can get it online. Also, you want to go on this tour. So the best way to follow Steve then probably is on your website, Steve. Where, what is that? Yeah. SteveTyrell.com. Easy as you can get. And uh, I'll be playing all over. I'm playing in, uh, I just off the top of my head, in a few in the months coming up. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm playing in Texas. I'm playing in Oklahoma City. I'm playing in Chicago. I'm playing all over the place. That's so, exciting. So, I've got to get you down in Vegas. I mean, this is fantastic. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be in Vegas for sure. I play there every year at the Smith Center, usually. 
best possible place in town to play, especially your kind of music. There's really no better place to look. And if you haven't been to the Smith Center, you should do that. But Steve, I'm sure I'll be playing there this year. I'm outstanding. Sure. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com.